We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Most valuable player, Giannis Antetokounmpo. Giannis trailing the lob. Oh. Giannis Antetokounmpo. Two seconds. Middleton. Yes! Chris Middleton. Nice jumper. Got it. Giannis Antetokounmpo. Hey there. Welcome to the Eurostep, a Milwaukee Bucks podcast, proudly a part of the Eurostep Podcast Network, and the Blue Wire Podcast Network. I am one of your hosts, Ty Windish, and I am joined, as always, by the maybe optimistic Rohan Kadi. Rohan, how's it going? <laughs> um, should I be optimistic about this podcast, Ty? <laughs> I think so. I, I have a okay. feeling it, this, this episode idea could work. Uh, okay, it's just a good have- feeling I have. <laughs> we have a- we have a fun idea for you guys, but before we get yes. into that, we we have some we have some news for you. If you're listening to this podcast on Spotify, which we know a lot of you are, you can now leave a rating. You can't leave like a text review yet, but you can leave a five star rating on Spotify now. Which please do if you yes. are. Please do. It mean a lot to us. And also, if you're on any other platform, especially Apple, make sure you leave that five star rating and review. If you leave a review on Apple with a five-star rating, we will read it out by the end of the show. So stick around for that. Uh, but yeah, make sure just in general, you're subscribed to your, on your podcast platform of choice. Make sure you're subscribed to the YouTube, your set podcast network, our Substack, gspn.substack.com. I think that's all the plugs. Let's get into it, Todd. Well, I just want to say, in addition to us appreciating the Spotify and Apple reviews, I know some people who really like the show have asked before, like, oh, do you guys have like a Patreon? Like, I want to really so, like take take the support up. Like, this is worth more than free, et cetera, et cetera. And very much appreciate that sentiment. If you want to support the show, share it with other people, especially Bucks fans, and leave the ratings and reviews. Like, that kind of stuff really helps us, helps the show grow. And it's just, it's really good for us in addition to us really appreciating it. So seriously, it is great if you leave that rating on Spotify or rating and review on Apple, very much appreciate that. I believe we're still one away from 200 Apple reviews, which Rohan, when we started doing the pod together, I don't think we were at 100 yet. So a lot of progress in the last year or two, and it's been awesome. So thank you all so much who have already done this. And if you have not, please drop that rating and review. Okay, let's get into it. Rohan. This podcast comes at 
a dour time in the world and the country and the Bucks who our played their states. huh our 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 mental states yes as well. also also that uh, the Bucks played their two way players that combined like eighty five minutes against the Cleveland Cavaliers which. Just shows you that there's nothing else worth talking about from a that 29-point loss to the Cleveland Cavaliers. Who are good now, but still, like, the Bucks just did not this have the their Bucks. players. They had, yeah, they had seven starters out, essentially, if you count, you know, a couple of the guys twice, which doesn't make sense. What? Well, it's, it's the five guys who would start for them, plus the two fill-in starters. Just saying, saying you have seven starters out is a wild statement. It is. It shows you how damn beat up the pucks are, honestly. <laughs> they Especially have a when lot you of only start out. five guys. Exactly. It's, it's wild. But things just aren't great. There's 50-some players in protocols. Games are getting pushed back. The, oh, is it Omicron? Is that how you say it? Yeah. That's putting up KD and Giannis numbers combined on everyone. So let's zoom out. Let's just, you know, for an hour amidst Woj bombs and news reports and everything else that's going on, let's zoom out away from that and take a more big picture look at the Bucks. Figure out, do we think, can they repeat as NBA champions? And do they need to or should they or can they or whatever do any transactions on the way there? So free agents, potential free agents, and trades. We don't get too into roster moves that are theoretical during the year. Because the Bucks are really good, and usually there's a lot of great basketball to talk about. Right now, there's not. So let's lead into the NBA machine that is trade talk and let's other get, stuff. Let's so get our let's Cream do it. City Brick beer out, and let's do it. Let's do it. Cream City Bricks. Cream right City Bricks. I'm almost done with mine already. It's been quite the pod intro here. Um, but so ceiling combo. Let's start off with this. Clearly, the Bucks are still good. I mean, even in the very, like... 10 million foot bird's eye view sense. They're a top three team in their conference. We know realistically they're better than that ceiling wise. A, they just won the championship. They're reigning champs. B, the big three playing together has won 12 or 13 or however many games and only lost once with a great net rating. C, the big four, when Brooke Lopez plays, they're 1-0. They trounced Brooklyn and KD and Harden. Like, this is a good team, but are they good enough to win it again? I think they're definitely good enough to win it again. You mentioned they have a great net rating. I believe it's plus 12 with those three on the court together. Like you mentioned, they've only lost one game combined uh, with those three players, and that was uh, thanks to P.J. Tucker and his antics the night before, presumably, uh, on the on the Miami scene. A saboteur. I've heard it's a fun scene. I had a friend invite me down to Miami, and I was like, you know, this would be fun, but also like the world. Just a friend? Yes. Okay. Oh, ah, I don't know. Yes. <laughs> All right. Go on. Go on. Don't don't need to blow up your spot. What? There was no, there was no, whatever. Okay. <laughs> sure. Uh-huh. What, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> I am generating content. <laughs> you are good at that. But... Uh, <laughs> um no not taking that trip it's uh they're they're a very good trio that's a very good team we know that they're capable of winning the title we saw it with our own two eyes uh like four eyes combined between the two of us so we we know it's definitely a possibility and like if we're talking about the main competition especially in the east they haven't really gotten much better 
in fact, some teams have fallen off. Like take the Bucks and their con, like who they played in the conference final, the Atlanta Hawks. They're very underachieving this year. It seems like they were overachieving last year and sort of hitting, hitting back down to earth. That am I using that correctly? Whatever, sure. Yeah. Uh, they've come back down to earth. Their wings well. have been clipped. Yeah, sure. Um, <laughs> yeah, I like it. Uh, so they're sort of flailing around a little bit. Uh, the Brooklyn Nets are in, reintroducing Kyrie Irving as a part-time player. Uh, maybe, sure. maybe he's already in protocols. Yeah, who could have seen that one? Coming? Shocker, shocker. Yep. No, really shocking. Please now get vaccinated, everyone. IG uh, sharing pictures of Muhammad Ali and stuff to compare himself to one of the all-time great athletes and people, which is probably not something you should do. Just generally, just just in general. People, if, like, if people will make those comparisons, you don't make it. Exactly, exactly. That's that's exactly it. Yeah. If you are that legacy, people will recognize that legacy. Yeah. Uh, words of wisdom from me. Um, I should make that a quote graphic. Uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, the Brooklyn Nets, they're sort of, I don't know if they really got better. Like Kevin Durant is obviously incredible. He's still incredible. He might be the MVP so far this season. Uh, James Harden has looked a step slow. LaMarcus Aldridge and Blake Griffin, or especially LaMarcus is being relied upon for big minutes. Blake Griffin, not so much. Now he is because they have no players. Yeah. But when they're all healthy, he was sort of excised from the rotation because he just wasn't that good. Um, I don't know how much better they got. Obviously, Patty Mills is a big addition for them for when Kyrie isn't there. But when Kyrie's there, you're just you're not going to see that much Patty Mills. So I don't know how much better this team really got in the offseason. And you look at other teams around the league, Philly worse, uh, Knicks worse, Heat. I'll sure I'll say better. Better. Oh yeah, they're better. I mean, they were last year. They're better now, yeah. but I don't know if they're significantly better. Still some offensive troubles, I think, with that team. But yes, when they get all their guys back, I don't know if Max Struess and Gabe Vincent are going off for like forty a night. Yeah, probably. So the re- the rest of the East did not get super strong. If we're talking about the Western Conference, though, the two teams that have separated themselves are obviously the Suns and the Warriors. The Suns building off their finals run from last season and the Warriors just sort of getting back to playing Warriors style basketball, which is not spamming James Wiseman, Steph Curry pick and rolls and rather playing an extreme read and react system where you have guys who are capable of playing in that system, playing all at a high level. You have smart players. You got Steph, you got Iggy, you got Draymond Green. You've turned the Jordan Poole into a great player. JTA is a good player in the system. It's just like Andrew Wiggins is playing some of the best basketball of his career. Uh, I'm surprised. I, I thought he that was all going to going to go away when he got vaccinated. I guess not. Um, no one's asked him about that, by the way. Someone should. Someone should get in, get in there. Not, I was I'm say. not Warriors media. That's true. Yeah, but they're too busy the talking Warriors, about their record. <laughs> the Warriors and Suns are the clear two teams to beat in the West. The Jazz are fake as they always are. Uh, <laughs> it's just like do something. Nobody's in on the jazz. No one is in on the jazz, maybe except for jazz fans. But it's maybe the West got a little bit better, would you say? The top end, I think, for sure. Because the, last the middle, year was kind of like not. A, the middle of the West looks pretty bad, honestly. Last year it was like who's gonna make it out of the West, right? There was like, is it gonna be the Clippers before Kawhi got hurt? Is it gonna be the Lakers? Is the it Nuggets. Be the, Suns? the Nuggets, the Jazz. Uh now it's like 
okay, it's going to be the sons of the warriors unless yeah. something really goes wrong. Yeah. No, I, I would agree. I think, though, but I think either of the, I think the Suns can be at least as good, and we saw how good they were in the finals. I think the Warriors might even have a higher ceiling if, if Clay can come back and look good. That team that's could, the X factor, especially like as good as Aiton was. Draymond on Giannis is an interesting thing, and we know they'll go small. We know like that's just a very capable defensive team, and I've seen. You know, I've seen some Bucks fans say, oh, Giannis would just rampage all over the Warriors. I don't know. They have the best defense in the league right now. They've been a very strong team on that end. Bigs they, have been tearing them apart, though. They have. I, but they're not going to use Draymond in the regular season the same way they would in the playoffs. I don't know. I don't want to underrate Giannis, but that does seem like the kind of team that Sounds might, like you're underrating Giannis, Todd. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, the, the Heat do well. Are you saying he's without, not good enough, Todd? His oh Bucks podcaster, Ty Windish. <laughs> Here we go. Here we hey, go. Hey, I'm a content creator too, man. Yeah, that was good. That was good. But but I would agree. I think I, I think you've said this. Like, they can absolutely repeat. Like, the signs are there. I looked it up. The big three, they played 15 games together, so I think that makes them 14-1. and one. The net rating of those three on the court is plus 12.7, which means every 100 possessions, the Bucks win by nearly 13 points, which is good. That's that's a very good mark. It's very um, good. <laughs> So it, it's it's basically they're just destroying. Yeah, when those three play together, even with all the other guys who have been in and out of the lineup, the Bucks are still an elite team, and it's really that simple. And I think the supporting cast outside of the Lopez injury is also better. Like I think Pat Connaughton is better. I think Bobby Portis is better this year and fitting in more. You get George Hill back. It. You add Grayson yeah. Allen, like maybe Big Rod, Tell who's coming on strong lately. Oh yeah. We'll see. I sound like a hype man right now. Yeah, I know. But um, I, I appreciated it. Uh, Mamu, probably not going to play in the playoffs, but Who you never things? know. Yeah, he exists. Uh, but I, I think they're good. I think, they're, I think they can absolutely win it again. But the question is, can they stand pat through the trade deadline and buyout season and win it again? The answer? Maybe. Probably. Maybe. <laughs> I don't know. But let's I think, assume. Let's, let's say up front. Actually, no, let's not say it. What? Oh, yeah. Yeah, let's not answer that question up front. Let's get okay. into okay. what we want to talk about first. And let's get into, let's start with free agents. So in preparing for this episode, uh, I forgot about free agents that could be added. Full disclosure. <laughs> and when Ty was saying, oh, I've got some free agents, I went into full panic mode to decide uh, which free agents I could realistically think of. So uh, I'm going to let Ty go first. I'll do one that's not a free agent yet. Okay. Just so I can get tomatoes thrown at me. Hopefully Roma's not beefsteaks. I'm really particular about what kind of tomatoes strike me. But but you, you do, you're you okay with getting tomatoes thrown at you. Only if we can make some content out of it. Uh, that's the thing. Like Only if it's on video. If we can get this onto my TikTok, then absolutely. Like, sure, let's do it. You just got to – but I need the thrower to come up with the right sound or the right trend for it to go with. But anyway, Blake Griffin. I I don't know. I don't know. I don't even know if I'm all in. I see something there. I feel like you're convincing yourself out of it. I might be. I just, I really liked what I saw from him in terms of being like literally a vet minimum guy in Bucks v. Nets last year. Like I thought he held up okay, all things considered, given the monumental task of trying to contain Giannis. I just don't know if he'd be as useful, honestly, against other teams. 
Like, I don't think he's going to be that good in space anymore. I just think he is hard to score at if you're going right at him. But I don't know how useful that actually makes him in other series. And if the shot is really gone, which it seems to be so far this year, then it might not be worth it. But I don't know. I just think there's something there, and I would be interested in in having him as another big option. I'm just out. I'm just so out. Is it because you hate the player or the person? I was going to say, one, I hate the person. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Just like, I don't know what kind of comedy clubs he's going to hit up in Milwaukee. Uh, There's a couple. There's some in Appleton. He could do a whole circuit. Appleton? You think he's going to go to Appleton to do it? He had to go to Detroit. I think he could make Appleton work. Just like while in Milwaukee, that's a little bit of a hike. Yeah, off days. All star like, break. He's not going any of the events. All star break. Year. Let me go to Appleton, Wisconsin. Sorry, oh yeah. I, there's probably people in Appleton. Uh, so, yeah, I was no, gonna say we have Appleton. Don't denigrate Appleton. I'm not trying to. I'm not trying to dis Appleton. Maybe you can Excuse hit Soldiers me. Grove. We know we have some listeners. Yeah, oh yeah, shout out Soldiers Grove, Grove. Wisconsin. <laughs> <laughs> shout out to those guys over there. Um, yeah, I don't. What, let's let's talk about basketball though. In terms of Blake Griffin, like you said. He's not going to be a plus defensively. Like, who is he going to guard in the East? Like, if there's I think any centers, is he? He's too small. May he's he's, he's got some thickness, he's, some power. He's, <laughs> he's still like height short. Do you think he would do better on a Jarrett Allen than Boogie, or would it just be too much of a wash for it to be worth it? I think Jared Allen has really improved his hook game. So it, I, I, I do added. too. Okay. Like he'll just hook Blake Griffin out of the game. Plus he's just too fast. And he could yeah. just jump over him. Yeah, I, I really I yeah, I think it like would be. Not, he's not jumping over Boogie. No no, he's just lofting over. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know who Blake guards. I was gonna say like a Zion, but he doesn't play games anymore, and it's not that doesn't matter. Yeah, they're definitely meeting the Pelicans. In the I know, I, and that doesn't that that part too. Yeah, maybe maybe in a hypothetical matchup with the Pelicans. I mean, who knows with this season? <laughs> who knows? Who knows? Like the Bucks having the most legitimate championship in the last three years is just awesome. Uh, we like that. unless they win it again. Uh, yeah, then this year was even more legit. Oh, yeah. They had to overcome so much adversity. It's either fake if the Bucks don't win or the hardest ever if they do win. That's it's like the basically line. the Lakers treatment for the bubble. Exactly. Except it won't happen in a bubble. So it's already starting out. on And they already ground. won a legit chip. Yeah. Title. Yeah. Yeah. No, no Pelicans matchup, most likely. Uh, and I, don't I think, think I think we don't need to add the most likely. I think we can say <laughs> I don't know. Maybe they trade the Zion just like a contender. Okay, okay, sure. Maybe Zion goes to the Warriors. I, I think Zion playing by then and the Pelicans making the playoff is sadly like roughly similar odds. Then him going to the Warriors for like Kaminga, Moody, and Wiseman. It's all so close to zero. It doesn't really matter. If, would you do that if you're the Pelicans? I don't know. I mean... I think at some point you have to not trade a guy that you draft one overall. Like, I think at some point you have to figure out... But also, like, Kaminga and Moody can play right now. Wiseman is trending to play in next month. I think they would potentially think about it just because apparently they want to win still this year, which... Don't know how that's going to go. 
Yeah, yeah. they want to make this finals matchup happen. <laughs> okay. All right. Forget it. No more Blake. I don't want to talk about Blake anymore. I'm out I'm on not, Blake. Just I'm in not general. that. I'm not that interested anymore. So okay. Who's your first free agent? My first free agent is Jay Hook. John oh, speaking Henson. of guys who probably can't jump anymore, sadly. Yeah, but it, he is he is long though. He, he is, is very long. Six ten, I think, with a long wingspan. He has a he has a high plus wingspan. I think he has like a seven four wingspan or something yeah. ridiculous. Uh, it's just he's familiar with the system in the two months he played with Coach Bud because <laughs> uh, he got traded in December, I believe, for yeah. the George Hill deal. Yep. Uh, and he's just he's a maybe not a fan favorite. He's a favorite of mine. He has, holds a special place in my heart. I'll never forget. I, I think him. he's Cash a fan favorite. I think everyone who watched those teams really liked John Henson. Yeah, just cashing threes in the first ever regular season game at Pfizer. That was there. It's just awesome. Legend. Uh, so John Henson would be welcome back. I, it seems just based on his Instagram that he's just enjoying life with the contract that he got paid. And like, <laughs> you know what? Props to you, man. I'm very jealous. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, I think the biggest issue with him is has not played in an NBA game since that season. He got oh no, the season after I think that he got traded. Yeah, it was season after. Um, I think he last played in the nineteen. Oh no, maybe it was that. Was it that year? Nineteen twenty. Or was it the maybe year it was after? Season after? I think it was the season after. So. No, no, no. I think he last played twenty twenty with the Knicks. Well, he didn't play in a game. Oh, that that's year. true. So it was nineteen twenty. Yeah. yeah. So he got he got traded from the Cavs. To the Pistons in the Andre Drummond trade. That was the he last played for the Pistons, an NBA game. So it's just been a while. I think injuries, as we've known from watching him on the Bucks, one of the more limiting factors for Jay Hook. But if he was healthy enough to give it a go, why not? Like I think I'm more open to guys off the couch than I used to be. Both like Boogie and Wes, who we'll probably talk more about later, have looked okay especially compared to the guys getting signed now to hardship exceptions. And like, I think about remember when Joachim Noah came out of nowhere and like was oh, really yeah. good for the Grizzlies. Yeah. Like he just showed up and I was like, Oh, what a dumb move. He was awesome. And like Nick Batum, who wasn't on the couch for long, but got bought out and just looked totally washed as a Hornet. He's been a great Clipper. So I just think it's, it's good to not write off guys, even if they've, not look the greatest, even if they've been out of the league for a little bit, trying to get right. Like, it's worth giving those guys a chance. So I think maybe John Henson, I'd rather do, like, the hardship exception if the Bucks are still eligible for one, or even just work him out, like, extensively, which is what they did with Boogie, in fairness. But I would be, I would take a look, sure. Like, that's, you know, that could be a fun defensive option at center. It could be. And What's Larry just- Sanders up to? Ooh. Don't tempt. Uh, I think that's been even a lot longer. Ooh, since here, he's how about played. that? Here about a, a guy who's like trying to make it back, Greg Monroe. Yeah, playing in the G League right now, I believe. Why not bring him back? Honestly, you could talk me into it. I, I think his defense is better than people remember. It's not ideal, but we've also seen Demarcus Cousins. <laughs> exactly. Um, okay, next on my list. The newly waived, so Garrison Matthews of all players could sign a standard contract, who's been quite good this year. In fairness, yeah, you say of all people, like he didn't torch the Bucks. He just floated around for so long, and now he's just good. Like he was with the Wizards last year, right? Yeah, I believe he was. But Daniel House has been waived. Who's like bubble legend? Yeah, not really has put it together since then. Not Not basketball. I'm not talking basketball. 
Oh, yeah, that's right. Um, moving on before we get to Ursan, who <laughs> we're not going to talk about as a free agent, but as a bubble legend, apparently. But Daniel House has not really shot the ball that well, but he's like just an intriguing two-way wing player. I don't know. I, I would like to give him a look, right? Like a workout, a hardship exception. I don't even think he's cleared waivers yet, so he's not technically a free agent. But he's a guy I think you give a look to and just see. Maybe he gives you more than Shemi is right now, which is pretty close to nothing or negative. I think it's it's one of those guys where you just take a shot and see what you got. Like he's a guy who's been productive in the past. So why not just give him an opportunity? If he's better than one of Shemi, Rodney Hood, uh, Jordan Wara, I guess, just in the rotation, just why not give it a shot? Yeah, agreed. Pretty boring, okay. but like could be fun. Yeah, I do not have another free agent. Trade season, about. baby. Let's talk about trades. So my first trade is with our old friends, the Detroit Pistons. Detroit basketball. Yes, and uh, it's fitting that I just saw a tweet as we are recording. Uh, Breaking news? Mulville. No, no, no. no. Oh. Uh, no just, a, just a Pistons thing. From at Sham Sham Got on Twitter. Great Pistons guy. Good follow. Yeah, good follow. Whispers. This team is more fun to watch with Jeremy out. So why not get Jeremy out and oh. trade him to the Milwaukee Bucks for Brooke Lopez, Dante DiVincenzo, Shemi Ojale, and like two or three second round picks? Make it five. If we can get Jeremy Grant, I'll trade all the second round picks. The added benefit, Adam Silver can't take anything from the Bucks anymore. It's a win-win. Exactly. You can't take them if they don't exist. But Jeremy Grant, I know this is probably a little unrealistic because if he is on the market, there are other teams who can probably have more assets to trade for a player such as Jeremy Grant. But he would be the perfect fit for this Bucks team. Just as like a four, just who can just explode offensively and play defense. Like that's that's Jeremy Grant's MO. Yeah. Yeah, and I think clearly has been overburdened as the one on the Pistons after the really nice start last year. It was a great story. He just he can't do it. But make him like uh, he's an overqualified four, and I think you probably kind of convince him he's more, I don't know, like a co-three. He's clearly not, but I think that was his issue with the Nuggets, right, is he didn't have enough of a role. So maybe you put the ball in his hands a little more or something to try and, you know, keep the peace and keep everyone happy. But that would be a great fit. It reminds me of my Harrison Barnes proposed trade a while ago, and people didn't seem to love it. But I think there, if you're going to trade Brooke Lopez, I don't think you should only look at centers because I don't think you're going to find a center to replace what Brooke has done for the Bucks. So I think you just need to lean into Giannis being more of a center. And I know he hasn't been amazing as at his true center. I think you have to lean that way going forward. I think that's the future of the team. I don't think... You're going he's, to find, he's 27 like Giannis as well. He fits the time. Yeah, it's a perfect timeline fit. I just don't think you're going to find centers who can do what Brooke has done. And I think Brooke's health is such a question mark that if you can get an impactful four who's immediately right away going to be your fourth best player and there's going to be a little bit of a gulf between him, the top three, and then the rest of the guys, like that's just a huge boost for the rest of the season. And then you can just get ahead of figuring out how to do this with Giannis and then be super ready to just run out like George Hill, Drew, Chris, Jeremy Grant, Giannis lineups 
for the playoffs where there's just like no weak link defensively. You're just exactly. strong everywhere. Just just supercharged PJ. Yes, like super, supercharged. Not the same level of intensity, maybe. I don't think he's going to say that they're dogs, but the offense. He, I think, if he makes says up they're dogs, we, we get mad at Jeremy Grant. Yeah, we don't like that. Don't. No, that's PJ's. Got to be a new animal now. No, and plus, like, PJ won a title with the Bucks. Yeah, you know, we can be playing. We, 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 we have that respect for yeah. PJ Tucker. Like, yeah. you can't come into PJ's house and be saying stuff like that. PJ, come back. Please. <laughs> please. Please. You're, not, you're so much better than Chevy Ojale. Please. <laughs> I'm sorry, <laughs> PJ. I'm sorry. <laughs> Do you think, like, John Horse, like, sends PJ Tucker, like, a you up text? Like, just. <laughs> I'm just saying you could do better. There, I sang on the pod after you said Hey, let's go. Now we're even. Okay, my next trade, or my first trade. I don't even know if I'm all in on this trade, but. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. If you're a basketball junkie, then you know there's no better time of year than the NBA playoffs. Twice a week, J.J. Redick is cooking on his podcast, The Old Man and the Three. He has guys come on in all stages of their careers to talk about the league and share stories you won't hear anywhere else, including Devin Booker on why he talks so much trash, Ray Allen's epic free throw competitions with LeBron in Miami, and the moment Tyrese Halliburton knew Pascal Siakam would be a good fit in Indy. In addition to player interviews, every Monday, J.J. breaks down the top three things happening around the NBA with unmatched analysis, not outlandish takes, and is often joined by masterminds of the game like Tim Legler to dive deep on rookie reports, trade breakdowns, and why is mean mugging now a tech? You won't find another outlet that covers the game as comprehensively and with such insight as JJ does it on The Old Man and the Three. Make this your companion podcast during the playoffs. Listen to The Old Man and the Three ad-free on Wondery Plus or wherever you get your podcasts. Dante DiVincenzo for Aaron Holiday. And maybe, this is one where I think you could maybe even get a pick. So the pitch to Washington is like, you need more two-way players. Dante has upside. You're not a win now team. So if you can find a guy to keep around, maybe this opens up like maybe in a separate move, they trade KCP and they kind of just slide Dante into that role and say, give us what KCP gave us, which I mean, good luck. But 
I think this is one where maybe you get a second round pick or two back and then maybe that supercharges your oh, – I guess you need Dante for Jeremy Grant. But maybe that supercharges a different trade altogether. Maybe it's a three-way trade. Maybe you put them together. Who knows? All I know is that I would be very interested in taking a flyer on Aaron Holiday. I don't know if I'm that interested in it, you know, getting brothers together – He's shown some flashes. The shooting hasn't been all that consistent. But it, should, it hasn't been volume. Like even yeah. just looking at his advanced numbers right now, because he hasn't. He's never played like a full. Yeah, he like doesn't play that player. much. Yeah, like if you do per one hundred possessions, he's only getting four point four three point attempts up. Yeah, it's just not super high volume. You like do... I get I get it in there in terms of like a plug and play guy. Like my default for that type of player to talk about is Tony Snell. Uh, but I mean, he was just—I I miss him so much. Uh, shout out Snell season, but uh, maybe we should mock up a Tony Snell trade. Can we? Shemmy in two seconds for Tony Snell. Call it in. You know what? This Probably. leans perfectly into maybe my next two. trade. It does. I think it does. <laughs> my next trade. There's a backstory is- to this podcast. Maybe we'll tell you at the end. Maybe uh, with the Portland Trailblazers. Um, who I originally, just generally talking, would like to get Larry Nance Jr. from the Trailblazers for Brooke Lopez and Jordan Ward. Again, both of these trades are assuming that Brooke Lopez is out for the rest of the season. You're not getting anything out of him. Otherwise, we're just, I want to keep Brooke Lopez. Unless you're getting like a clear upgrade, which I don't think is really possible. No. But Larry Nance Jr., uh, Solid defender. Not He's not like a Brook-level defender. If you're going to be playing a little undersized if you're playing him at the five, you might run into a similar problem like you do with Bobby. But if you're just looking for like a backup four or like a supercharged backup four, he's your guy. He can he can play make out of the short roll. He can defend. Like he's a versatile defender. He's not a great rim protector, but he has switchability. He's just – he's a good, good player. He can shoot the ball well. This season is a little down, but if you look back at his Cleveland numbers, he's been a great shooter on decent volume. Uh, you would want that to increase a little bit, but it's still good volume. He's just, I don't know, he's a great person. I just, I don't know. I, I want Larry Nance Jr. on this Bucks team. And uh, can we, I want to see if we can find a way to bring Tony Snell in here. Let me, you yeah, talk yeah. about Larry Nance. So let me knock this. I, I, I'm up and down on Larry. This would kind of be a buy low. Um, he's not had a very good year. He's made a lot of his twos, but. It's been his worst three-point shooting season since he was traded from the Lakers to the Cavs that season. Not Never was a great three-point shooter anyway, but he's at like 27% this year, which is really bad. But the playmaking intrigues me. Like this is honestly just like a more boring version of the Jeremy Grant trade where like it costs you less for a reason because you're probably – you're not getting as good. But it would be nice to add Larry. I think – even though he's probably around, if not a little smaller than Bobby, I think you trust him more defensively, but just less offensively. Although, you know, that's not a bad trade-off to have kind of a different kind of player at that four or five spot. Also, you can just add Tony Snell to that existing deal and it works. because There we go. Him. So what would, there, would it be Snell and Larry Nance for Lopez and... Wara. Wara. Yeah. Not bad. Not Not bad. I don't know why Port like you'd need to put in a couple picks there for Portland. Yeah, unless they really like, like I mean, hey, offense first, spark plug, guard slash wing. You know like, what? You're not like. wrong. Like 
they might actually want a guy like that. And especially if they're eventually going to lean into a rebuild, like war is decent. I think they're going to need some picks. Maybe some second round picks. (laughs) Yeah. Um, It makes more sense if they trade Nurkic, although maybe not if Brooks not going to play, maybe it just doesn't matter. Cause I think, I think Nurkic is expiring anyway, but yeah. And I don't know if I would do that from the Bucks then. No, I mean in a separate deal. You're not. You don't oh, okay. want Nurkic. I, I'm not interested in Nurkic. No, I used that, to. That's like been two floated years ago, to but... me, but I just I don't think he moves well enough. He's very inconsistent these days. It's just he's he's piled on a lot of injuries. Yeah, yeah, it's the thing. I feel so. bad. He put up a five by five. Like that's insane. That is. He he was a menace. Like in his early Portland days, he was a legit. He was a game changer for them. That was the one big move they made that worked out. It was like that was the those Nurkic Plumley swap, right? Was it a swap? I think it was. Maybe it was. I know. I remember they signed Plumley. I didn't. I didn't. Maybe that. No, I think you're right. I think you're right. That was a swap. It was like a weird trade where it's like both of them didn't know what to do with the other. Yeah. Well, it was one of like, those where they had, the Nuggets had to pick between Jokic or Nurkic, and you think all the time. I don't know if it was ever actually close, but imagine if they had sent Jokic to the Blazers. Yeah, it was it was Nurkic and a Memphis 2017 first to the Blazers for Plumlee, uh, Cash, and a 2018 second round pick. I think that first became Wade Baldwin. Sure, I could be that wrong. That sounds no, that sounds right. I could be wrong, but I think it did. Now I'm not that, sure. That sounds right. But anyway. Uh, um, That'd be a fun trade. Plus, we get Tony Snell back. That they have so many wings at that point. Like it'd just be ridiculous. But no, it's like you're getting Giannis's guy back. That's true, and just uh, overall, just a good player. Like I like Tony Snell. Yeah, what's not to like about Tony Snell and his BlackBerry? You can you can have a BlackBerry with this coaching staff. It's Did fine. you see the birthday cake they got him? It was just incredible. It was a Absolutely. BlackBerry. It was really good. Do you think it was Give blackberry me, flavored? Ooh, that's a question. Portland media, we need to get you. We, we need this. <laughs> Danny Meringue of the Jacked Ramsey's podcast, which you should listen to for some great Portland Trailblazers takes, uh, which is tough lately because it's not a fun scene. But Danny does a great job. Blue Wire fam, shout out. But uh, oh, nice. we, we'll, have to, we'll have to find out. Okay, speaking of wing players who are stout defenders and can shoot the three. Oklahoma City, not a basketball team, a Ponzi scheme. So the Bucks send Shemi Ojale and two to three second round picks for Kenny Hustle, Kenrich Williams, who I did not know before looking this up for the pod, has shot 40 plus percent from three on low volume, but still over the last two years and is an exceptional defender. It's it's basically like Shemi's like the guy she the guy Shemi's you. And Kenny Hustle is the guy she tells you not to worry about. Like, oh, yeah. it's the actualized version of what we wanted. And if we can just trade and get it, that's ideal. Time the actualized version of what we wanted was PJ Tucker. Listen, <laughs> I know. People want us to stop talking about it. That, I, I get that now. It's I, I don't understand it. I get that as a response. Do you think? Do you think John Horst? Like I talked about the U up text. Do you think if he if he doesn't get a response, he just goes to PJ's house and starts serenading, like like PJ Tucker? Like I know I can treat you better <laughs> than he. You're just like, come on, come back. Um, I, I wonder. 
I wonder what songs PJ puts on for Bucks ownership. Probably like DMX or <laughs> not something, not something very sweet. Not very sweet, but no, Ken Richard, I'm all in on this. I'm all in on this deal. Kenny also would be fantastic. You mentioned Daniel House earlier. I think it's just a better version of Daniel yeah. House in every single respect. And given yeah, like you'd have to trade for him versus signing him off the street, which, you know, is the nature of the beast. Which is actually but, like from a tax perspective, cheaper. Yeah, it is. Because you're you're swapping in a contract versus to sign someone, the Bucks would need to open a roster spot. So maybe that's trading a guy to OKC who is $23 million or whatever below the salary cap floor, but they don't have a roster spot right now. I believe they need to open up one of their own. But a trade is – it's cleaner. It's cleaner. It costs less money assuming you shed in the deal. But like if they cut Shemi to sign Daniel House, that's two contracts. Well, it's one and a half because House is only half the year, but it's more than just a one-for-one one on the on the cap. Yeah, for sure. So Kenrich Williams would be a fantastic addition. He'd be a nice backup for – He'll do everything you want. He'll go make the hustle plays as his uh, uh, moniker indicates. It's just, he's one of those guys. He's just, dog feels strong, but uh, he's a, he'll go out and get it. It's like an aggressive zebra. (laughs) He has long strides. I don't know. (laughs) If they they acquire him, I feel like I'd have to get like a aggressive zebra jersey with his number or something. Absolutely. Absolutely. Can we make that happen? Bucks, if you're listening to this, can we make this nickname happen? Once you acquire make, uh, the, yeah, the roster move is really what I care about. The nickname is secondary, but No, no, we're assuming the roster move happens. Come on. Okay, yeah, fair. We are we are prophetic rarely. Is there anything we've seen coming major? Like we were we had no idea about Drew. Demarcus. Boogie, yeah. Yeah. We've been talking about Demarcus. We oh, talked about Actually, Gino. I don't think I I don't think I showed you this. Did you see that I nailed Smart and Mamu starting the night before. Oh, I did see that. Yeah, yeah. that was good. So that I guess that, that counts. Uh, yeah, we, come on. Let's give ourselves some credit. Yeah. Let's, Let's get aggressive zebra. Yeah. If you agree <laughs> with this roster move, just don't explain it. Just at the pod, at Eurostep podcast. Pod. Damn it. At Eurostep pod or at Ty Windish or at Arcadia. Let me Junior. check. I think I'm wrong. Tweet at us and just say... I want aggressive zebra or go get aggressive zebra. Or no, email at Eurosteppod at gmail.com. Tweet us at Eurosteppodcast. There it is. Just let us know if you want aggressive zebra. And it's just I, I love I love the out of podcast the out of context pod tweets. Oh, I love like, it so have, much. No one else has any idea. And it's just like like Rohan C Pain was great. Or like I, I those are my favorites. So let us know if you're interested in aggressive zebra. Oh yeah, <laughs> aggressive. That's just that's a fantastic nickname. It sounds what? like one of those like auto-generated gamer tags. Like you get a new <laughs> Xbox, it's like, "Hello, aggressive zebra three four six. Sounds like a bot. If <laughs> 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 you kill this guy in a BR, it's like, "Oh, that's a bot." Aggressive zebra. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, no, that's a fantastic trade. Those are, I think, I think all of these trades like. Maybe the Jeremy Grant one is probably the least feasible, but yeah. this Kenrich Williams deal is probably the most feasible. And honestly, maybe the one I'd be the most actually no, I'd be very excited about it. Oh, I think it's Jeremy Grant. That's that's stoked levels of excitement. Yeah, but like the the nerd in me wants to get super excited about Kenrich Williams. I would be thr- because I just think like 
they would be so ridiculously stacked. Like the back five, like there's bench five without even even without assuming Brooke, who Brooke could come back in this scenario. But even without Brooke coming back, would be George Hill, uh, West Met, no Dante. Dante is still around in this trade. So George Hill, I'll just say Dante and or West, whichever one. Pat Cotton, Kenrich Williams, and Boogie. Oh my. That's goodness. a wild bench unit. Like the Bucks have had starting fives that were like at that level or worse. Yeah. That sounds like that sounds like a team Giannis dragged to the Eastern Conference Finals. <laughs> it's not that far off from a team that Giannis dragged to the Eastern Conference Finals, especially given the way Chris played in some of those earlier series. Oh yeah, yikes. Oh, yeah. that pull up three still haunts me. Uh just you know, everyone listening knows exactly what I'm talking about. Um, yeah, I think all of these trades would actually get excited. I forgot to mention with my uh, with my Jeremy Grant trade, if they don't can't get Jeremy Grant, maybe Kelly Olynyk would be a fun option too. The clinic to get. Yeah, if you're looking to uh, maybe shore up your your five spot a little bit, let's say Demarcus isn't working out as well. Which, by the way, we should just talk about. He's overextended. That's why he looks really bad. Like given he hasn't looked great, but that's because he he's starting. Yeah, I think I think the games he looked all it's it's exactly like George Hill, where I think the games where he's played the role that's intended, he's looked really good. Like when he's coming off the bench and Giannis and Bobby are playing, and Boogie is just coming in with one of those guys or just a few minutes without them. I think he's looked really good and he's been productive. And that's the thing. Like they have too many guys who just don't do enough. It's nice to have He's going to do stuff like there's going to be shots, passes, like Boogie's going to be involved, fouls, plenty of fouls. But like when he's starting, it's just like that's too much. He's not supposed to. He's not meant to be a starter. He's not even close. Like he's supposed to be the third or fourth big in terms of role. And when he's that, I think he's fine. I just I no longer think that he's ever going to be able to do more than that. And that's fine. Like he's a vet minimum guy they added in December. Like you should not expect him to start games without the Bucks missing a beat. Exactly. Like, just just give the guy a shot. I know he's looked not great defensively, but if you were expecting him to be a defensive stalwart, your expectations were too high. Yeah. At any point in his NBA career ever, your expectation was too high, if that's what you expected out of DeMarcus Cousins. Like, it's it's easy to think, like, oh, Brooke Lopez is out. Like, Brooke Lopez is a great defender. <laughs> that's why. That's why yeah. you're seeing a lapse on defense. Yeah. Um, I think all of these free agency trade things, it's really just shown me that this is a good roster. Yeah. I think good might be underselling it. I mean, if they can be relatively healthy come playoff time, I think you've got to like their chances against pretty much anyone. Like, And this, this brings us back to the question that we didn't answer before we started this segment. And that's, can they still win it all without Brooke or without making any other moves? I should say. Yes. Yeah, if Brooke can come back, definitely. Even if he can't, I think it is possible that they could do it. They have a puncher's chance of doing it. Yeah. And I think really what it comes back to is the big three and more so Giannis. Like, they have the best in the world. And people will argue for whatever side. I'm with Mamu. I'll take Giannis against anyone. And he's just getting better pretty much all the time. I would not ever bet against that guy. I'm past the point of betting against Giannis. I've I mean, seen you were him. just betting against him earlier with Draymond, so let's not let's not get too excited here, Todd. 
just had a stare down. If you're watching the YouTube, it's pretty intense. But I'm not. Hey, you said it, not me. Yeah, 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 yeah. I've seen him overcome enough long odds that I'll ride with Giannis. I said Draymond could do a good job. Not that he would win a series. Okay. I you pick against the Bucks in the playoffs more than I do. I did it one time. That's more than I did. <laughs> That's fair. Honestly, you know what? That's right. That is fair. <laughs> but no, yeah, I, yeah I'll, I'll take it. I'll ride with it. So that, that leads to another question. Would you be disappointed if they didn't make any big moves? Yes. Because like we just outlined, there are options. of Well, maybe not like a big move. A move for a big, sure. Uh, <laughs> made myself laugh with that one. Ooh. Yeah. Word play in that. Yeah, that's good. Uh, <laughs> thank you. Uh, I would be a little disappointed because we just highlighted a bunch of options that are gettable, uh, at least a couple options that are gettable. And we've seen like Shemi hasn't worked out that well. Big Rod is, you know, he's coming. But I, it's like, I've been intrigued. I've been intrigued by Big Rod over the last week. I well, got to see if he can keep it up. But so far, so good from Big Rod. I think he's maybe getting a little healthier, hopefully. I don't know. Hopefully. Hopefully this Achilles thing is just a temporary thing that he's dealing with. Yeah. Uh, but he has looked good. He has definitely looked good in these last couple of games. We'll see what happens with Dante when he comes back, when he gets out of health and safety protocols. Uh, I'm very excited for that debut. Very I excited. know. I know. I, I can't wait. Uh, but yeah, it's just like I would be a little disappointed because they can make something happen. And there is like now that they got Boogie, and I know that's not like a perfect addition, but there's still like the next hole on the roster is back up four. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think I wouldn't necessarily be disappointed as we've outlined, I don't think they need to do anything, but I would like to see one of these roster spots, really a Chemi, that just has not been productive, flipped into something better. And I think John Horse M.O. has been to really uncover every stone and be very aggressive. So I'd be, I'd actually be surprised if nothing happens. I don't know if I'd be disappointed, though, just because I am such a believer in this team. I guess it also depends how much other teams upgrade, but I don't. Like, I don't think the Warriors will do anything big. I don't think the Suns they will. They never do. I, well, yeah, I, I think the biggest upgrades some of these other teams could make, though, are just internal. Like, if Kyrie does decide to show up for 35% of the Nets games or whatever, Clay getting healthy, like, those things could be tough for the Bucks. But I just think, you know, maybe their equivalent is just getting Brooke back if that's going to happen. So I think that would probably be my read if they're not very active. Through, free, through the trade deadline of free agency, maybe they have a better outlook on Brooke than we do. You know, we'd never know, but that would make sense if they're just like, no, well, we're going to hold out. We got Boogie to sponge up minutes. We think we can get Brooke back. We think with those four, plus all these depth pieces, we can hang even with Clay and the Warriors or Kyrie in the Nets. Exactly. So... I don't know. I'd still, I'd still hope they make at least one. Oh, I more think they will. I, like John Horse does. John Horse is about it, man. Like this is a Trader team John. that leans into transactions. Trader John 2.0, I may say. Oh yeah. I guess is that the prereq for the next GM? You have to be named John, but it has to be a different another. Spelling. D- <laughs> What's another? The J A W N. J A W N. Yeah. Is that how some people spell John? I think so. It's gonna have to be. You, you know what? I should get ahead of this. Oh, yeah, John Gonzalez. Yeah, John Gonzalez. Yeah. yeah. 
I should get ahead of this and or one of us change our name to a different John. Maybe we'll be next up. We'll be guaranteed. I think that's how that works. Um, how could we'll they say their, no? We'll see on their glass door posting for the general manager. I think you think they do that? No. <laughs> I think, don't they like have to though, technically? Maybe. They post a lot of jobs. I don't know if they would do that one, but I think it should be you because I think I was pretty oh. high on the Shemi thing and the way that's worked. I don't know if they want to go with me right now. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. No pressure. Uh, it's a lot. That's a lot of pressure. Uh, I think I can make it work, though. John uh, Cotty. <laughs> oh, it sounds like John Gotti. It's menacing. I like it. My first uh, my first order of action is to bring PJ Tucker back. <laughs> By any means. By any means necessary. I'm just gonna go whip out my I'm gonna I'm gonna shore up my violin skills. I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go to PJ's house. I'm trying to learn how to play the violin time. I, Are you actually? Yeah. Oh. Oh that we have to figure out we'll have to talk. We'll have to figure out some incentive. And if the people do it, we need Rohan playing violin on the pod. Oh God. Let's see. I impulse I impulse bought a violin a while back. No one else has ever said those words. <laughs> no one on earth has I said those words. I always wanted to learn. That's fine. No one has ever impulse bought. People impulse buy Slim Jims. <laughs> a violin. <laughs> go on. I'm sorry. Um, I mean, we're talking about me as a GM. Like, we don't need to go on. I'm <laughs> 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 talking about me as a GM of the Bucks after I changed my name to J-A-W-N John. And play uh, violin to get free agents. <laughs> You're going to love this. <laughs> More of this coming if you sign with the Bucks. <laughs> I mean, what was the uh, what was the, some of the free agent pitches that like uh, didn't uh, didn't James Dolan like play with his band once or something? I, I think he did. Um, which shocking that they don't they didn't get anyone. <laughs> JD and the Straight Shots will name a song after you if you sign here. No thanks. <laughs> I'm good, fam. <laughs> I'm all right on that one. I'll get an actual band. I'll song. get G's Louise. I trust them a little bit more. <laughs> uh, uh, do we have anything else to talk about in this episode, Ty? Uh, I don't think so. I think we're just fe- think- we're feeling good that we distracted ourselves from the harsh reality of the world for a little while here. Yeah, hopefully we distracted all of you for a little bit. We tried to treat this like a like an all star break episode, so we could just sort of like. Take a take a little bit, relax. Yeah, you know, just sort of just sort of chill out. Um, but hopefully you enjoyed this ride with us. Uh, oh wait, did, actually, wait, wait, wait. Yeah, I, I, wait. Well, we'll probably record again. But if not, I mean, have a merry Christmas and holiday season. Yeah, yeah. Well, and happy and all the other holidays. I'm not sure on the timing. I may be off. But ha- happy Hanukkah, happy Kwanzaa, merry Kwanzaa. I don't know what people say, but enjoy all your holidays, all yeah. your festive winter holidays. Exactly. No, that's a good shout out. Thank you. I forgot about that. Uh, I don't even. What's the date? It's We're the nineteenth. It's the nineteenth. We're addicted to this. We'll probably record again. But just yeah, just in we case. did we did an impromptu playback room for the second half. Yeah, of we Cavs did. I can't believe they, it. While they were getting blown out, we're just like we need to talk about this. <laughs> yeah, we I are. I can do it alone. I was like, I need. We are. We are, a, we are about it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We really. It's kind of sick, honestly. 
<laughs> Hopefully you guys enjoy them. Hey, we do it. We do it one because we enjoy it, but we also do it because you guys seem to enjoy it as well. And we're gonna yeah. we're gonna do our best to create the best content for you out there all across GSPN, the Eurostep Podcast Network. And if you missed it up top, I'm gonna re I'm gonna reemphasize it. Make sure you leave a five star rating on Spotify and Apple. On Apple, you can also leave a review, which we like I mentioned up top, we will read out on the pod. Ty. Let's 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 hear a review here from a very sage listener, sage underscore Alex, who nice. wrote in the title of this, of course, five star review. I came from Spotify to review this awesome pod. Well, guess what? Go back and review it again, please, please. But also, please. thank you. That is above yes. and beyond. That, that is, is dedication. That is dope. That is dope. Uh, Alex says everyone on GSPN is great, but this is usually where I get thrown into the mud. But for once. That was that was not in the review. Here's the full review. Everyone on GSPN is great, but Ty and Rohan are my favorites. Good luck to Rohan in pursuing that medical degree and keep up the great work, everyone. That's a nice review. That it's is very, very nice. nice. Thank you. Thank That's you. That's very nice. I like that he complimented Adam and Jordan while recognizing we're built diff. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no, <laughs> shout out to Adam and Jordan. <laughs> yeah, yeah, of course. No, 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 of course. It's just like they, they people people choose favorites. It's like you know you you have a favorite parent. It's like if your if your parents are Eurostep and one and six, Alex chose Eurostep. Yeah. But the great part is, is we're still all one big family. Exactly. That we all love each other. Exactly. And we're all on the same podcast feed. That's what families do, right? Yeah. If your family doesn't <laughs> podcast together, is it real? I don't know. Well, I know GSPM, the GSPN family is real. Make sure you're subscribed on your podcast platform of choice. Leave that five-star rating. If you leave a review on Apple, which is the only place you can review it, we will read it out on the show. Thank you, Alex, for that wonderful, wonderful review. Thank you very much. Make sure you're subscribed to the YouTube Eurostep Podcast Network. Make sure you're subscribed to the Substack, gspn.substack.com. That's where you can get all of our writing, just like post-game stock markets after every game, plus writing from all of us on various topics. So make sure you subscribe so you don't miss that as soon as a new piece drops. Uh, we're trying to build that a little more. So uh, make sure you subscribe to that. Follow all of the socials. Follow at Arcadi Jr. on Twitter for me, at Ty Windish for Ty. Uh, make sure you follow the podcast at Eurostep Podcast, at GSPN Hub. Uh, just follow all of the Twitters. We know you're already there, so we might as well follow it anyway. Um, but yeah, thank you guys for listening to this uh, second round edition of this podcast. And the podcast so nice, we recorded it twice. <laughs> yeah. And we will talk to you next time. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? 
Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.